Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mansula, good morning. Steve Ovo, refreshing money and Jumbo Africa to the listeners. The Conference of the Parties, we call it COP, COP28 beginning in Dubai. We know that climate change already having a big impact on Africa. Look at the heat wave in Gauteng, Looking at, look at the flooding in Somalia. What's Africa's aims at this summit? Stephen, what is Africa's pushing for this Dubai COP28 will be around the issues of just energy transition, climate change finance, uh, funding for adaptation. And as we have said, Africa has been experiencing uh, the deadliest impacts of hitting planet. Uh, you have spoken about from Somalia to Kenya. We know also this year there was Cyclone Freddy that hit the tropical of uh, the southern Africa, killing at least 1,000 people. We saw the floods also in Morocco and Libya, uh, actually Libya and Morocco, uh, there were challenges of uh, climate change there that we saw. So African uh, uh, bloc is represented by Zambia, where they'll be pushing for more issues uh, in Dubai. It will begin today, Stephen, and it ends on the 12th of December. And then ECOWAS, they're due to rule on that complaint about the former Nigerian president, Mohamed Bazoum. What's the situation there? The current situation is that uh, the matter was be- was before the, the Nime Court of Appeal. It went to ECOWAS Court of Justice at uh, beginning of the month. <clears throat> now today, they, there's an expected decision that ECOWAS uh, has to come on the issue of Bazoom as uh, arrest uh, since the military coup in July. Stephen, remember that uh, President Bazoom has been uh, under arrest and there was an attempt of escape from him in October, but there was no details being given. So we'll expect to to hear what the ECOWAS Court of Justice, what will be their ruling on the current arrest of uh, the former president of Niger, knowing that Niger has gone through this uh, for many years of military coups and also arrest of their uh, own heads of state. So we'll wait and see, Stephen, what will come out of Abuja on the ECOWAS Court of Justice. And then the DRC elections, they're very important elections, and the EU's cancelling its electoral observer mission. You know, Stephen, they are using the word technical reasons, but here they are talking about security uh, assurity in some of the reasons. They are saying they are struggling also to can deploy some of his observers come the 20th of December next month for the elections. But also they are looking at their essential uh, telecommunication equipment that has not yet even arrived in the DRC. Remember that I spoke about it earlier this month that they have sent what we called an advanced team a long-term observer mission expects, but it seems that they are pulling them out and they are still trying to look at, maybe they can leave the electoral expects to remain in the DRC, but it appears that the EU won't be observing the elections in the DRC on the 20th of December, 2023. And then the iconic Kawunda suit, uh, former President Kenneth Kawunda, there's a sort of ban on the, by the Kenyan parliament about this. Why? Stephen, this is sad because not only the Kaunda suit, even the uh, traditional African attire is no longer allowed in parliament. And the Speaker of Parliament actually challenged challenging President Ruto because President Ruto uh, was seen frequently donning the Kaunda suit during official events. Now the parliament is claiming that this is against the parliamentary dress code. So it went on a social media in Kenya yesterday, Stephen, where people were saying, but why are you uh, forbidding African attire in an African parliament? Others express support uh, of this uh, ban by the parliament, Stephen. This is very sad when you look at Africa, how we should be Africanizing our 
our parliaments. Instead, we are westernizing them with their foreign attires, wearing suits and ties all the time. But Kaunda suit, I don't see any problems, Stephen. I think it's just a matter of how the Speaker of Parliament dealt with this matter. Very interesting. I mean, often for our events, it's just, you know, formal or traditional, but they're both often the same thing. And then... As Sipo, um, when I saw this, I was like, wow, I remember it so clearly. The 30th of November, 2004, I was actually in the room for this. It's almost 19 years ago, and uh, uh, this is coming from the minister now in the cabinet of uh, President Ramaphosa, the independent con- uh, uh, Democrat leader, Patricia de Lille, taking a stand at the Deben High Court uh, to testify in the fraud and corruption charges against the Deben business uh, man, Shabi Sheikh, on the matter of the arms deal. Stephen, remember, this was the arms deal case that included the French arms company as well as the former president, Jacob Zuma. interesting moment that happened 19 years ago go in our historical archives. Asante Sana SG is still leading the conversation. Russ Advocate Sipa Mantula, thank you very much indeed. Of course, back tomorrow. More news from our continent through the day.